1: I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host. You hear that? I'm proud to have as my yes, co-host. you are. <laughs> Mark Hanfa, Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms. And I'm proud also to have Patty Cohen proud of, Pacific, yeah, <laughs> of Pacific Union International. Thank you. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for three tanning certificates given away during this show. Those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella, Tanning salon with two locations in san francisco and one in marin again today's uh, trivia theme is just random trivia you got to keep everyone random we
2: just found it lying in the corner of that's it. right yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> patty what do you got for us today
3: well it's a it's a hot 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 market and and it's all over the bay area um it's interesting in that the first two months of the year were out of control in terms of multiple offers and you know 14 offers on whatever and 10% over asking all over the Bay Area. Now, caveat is it depends on the price and it depends on where. Mm-hmm. But part of why that happened is that it rained so much and sellers were not in the game. They were waiting till they looked pretty in the spring. And buyers sat on the sidelines last half of the year while they were distracted by the election. So that's part of it. And we are still sort of in a kind of schizophrenic market because on one level that's still continuing, but as more properties come on the market and as buyer demand gets absorbed partially, we have a situation where some properties that we're... uh, This is the week right now. This is the week where, oh, I saw five or six properties last week that I thought were going to get the multiple offers and they had their offer date and they're still here. So it may be that they will go this week at full price and all the buyers got, af- got afraid really that they didn't want to bid it up 20%. So the the idea is if you see a good property that you like, make an offer as long as it's priced correctly and, and sellers time to get out because the market is shifting and it's really important to be out there now and Sell your house now. Well, you're right
2: about the timing, um, uh, Patty, because I've got a house that uh, I uh, went in with uh, one of my rehab clients as a kind of a joint venture equity partner with him. And we remodeled a home in Oakland and got on the market uh, early February. And we were actually surprised uh, that the offers didn't come in as high as we thought. Uh, but we picked what we thought was the best offer, strong, uh, strong, strong. Uh, uh, financial statement good good lender and we're in contract in fact we're supposed to close now um in another week uh but kind of in, in the midst of that contract uh they did ask for a significant reduction in price when interestingly enough the appraisal didn't come in as high uh and we as uh, as the as the uh purchase price hmm. and w- I read the appraisal and I I thought it was wrong they didn't actually use comps uh, uh from nearby condos but anyway make a long story short they asked for a reduction and the uh realtor said to me you know oh, I've gotten a whole bunch of calls on this property recently if we if we hold tight and they and they balk and cancel we'll probably get a higher price for it and now, do you let that buyer know that um well I told them so we we countered much less than the um, deduction they wanted, and mm-hmm. they took it.
3: That's good. <laughs> okay. Well, one one barometer of how things are going is how are the stagers doing? Are they busy, oh, and how are the transaction coordinators doing? So, my transaction, I had a deal fall through in and Belmar and Keys. I, I was my listing, and love this Wells Fargo pre-approved them, and then with twenty percent down, and one week into it or a couple days into it the guy should retire he's saying oh I think you're going to have to put more down a week later when we hounded him every single day he said you need to put an additional $200,000 down and this was a pre-approval Wow! so she can't do it it's over but my transaction coordinator said oh my god another one There, there's so many falling out right now Huh. So there's, it's, it's a shifting kind of market. I don't want to be an alarmist at all, but it's shifting. and It has been shifting.
2: Well, and the falling out would be, wouldn't that normally be for financing uh, issues, well, or is it uh, a myriad of uh, A issues?
3: lot of things. Sometimes it's cold feet. I paid too much, or I saw something better, or there's uh, yeah. I, I, I am in this, but I'm not going to be putting, I don't want any surprises with inspections. And there are, are surprises. So they, they move on.
2: Well, and that was the reason why I decided to take the bird in the hand So, you know, even with my agent telling me, you know, I could probably get you another, you know $30,000 Thirty to fifty thousand on that—that that sounds really good. But Mm-mm. you know, it could be another thirty to forty-five days. I could use the money now and redeploy it. So I just decided, look, you know, we'll just take the book. And, no,
1: and there's no guarantee. Yeah, there's and there's no, no guarantee. And that's that's exactly the right. main yeah. thing. Yeah, because the, yeah, yeah. the, the new buyer could do the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah.
2: absolutely. Well, that's 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 really cool. So, you know, I know the weather certainly here in the Bay Area played a major factor in February being really slow among realtors and mortgage brokers and other private. <laughs> money, lenders like Pacific Private Money, uh, who were just were complaining about how slow business was. You and know, I think loan it's individual. applications were way down in February. Now, that's actually turned around. I mean, we've, the last two weeks, our funds have been ringing off the hook. So, our pipeline is, is fat yeah. and full again, and, and my uh, my employees are getting nervous. <laughs> and that's a good <laughs> that's thing. That's a good thing. I like when, them on their toes. When we come
1: back, you've got a great story to, uh, to share yeah. with the audience. I'm about to put that.
3: my 10th sale in escrow. Nice. Today.
1: Whoa. Well, that's awesome.
3: Okay. I want to make
1: a quick mention here for the Yosemite Gold Country Lodge, which has been called by guests a hidden gem, a beautiful (coughs) place, and a great place with a down-home country charm. Uh, Give them a call at 209-878-3400 or go to YGCLodge.com. All right. Here's our first trivia question. Which 1865 classic novel features a thief trying to bury his past and become a respectable mayor, but the police inspector won't let him? All right, You guys will know this once uh, if you don't know it now. All right. That's our question. Uh E- call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Here it is again. Which 1865 classic novel features a thief trying to bury his past and become a respectable mayor, Mayor, but the police inspector won't let him? All right, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back with a very interesting story that Mark's got for us.
0: For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. It's
3: busy. Okay.
1: Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Patty Cohen. First trivia question was, which 1865 classic novel features a thief trying to bury his past and become a respectable mayor, but the police inspector won't let him? I'm
2: guessing Pink
1: Panther? No.
2: (laughs) I thought it might not be old enough.
1: Uh, uh, Less Miserables, Les Miserables, Miserables. by Victor Hugo.
2: I guess I'm just not a literary follower. (laughs)
1: Listen, if if it's (laughs) not Harold and the Purple Crayon, I don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite book. Uh, I also want to make a quick mention here for the Weingarten Children's Center, which uh, if your child can't hear or speak, where do you go? Um, That's the place you go, Children's... Uh, excuse me, Weingarten Children's Center. They provide innovative and effective therapy and education services to children. Very, very good organization. They have a special golf tournament, too, Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo. Check them out, because dinner's included. Buy your tickets or support them at Listen org. Nice.
2: Okay, so... Mark, we told the audience when we came back here, you had a great story. So, um, I'm Mark (laughs) Humpf, broker and president of Pacific Private Money. We're a private money real estate lender. We're a non-bank real estate lender. Alternative financing is what some people refer to us as. Or, there's a new term that's been coined lately, uh, marketplace lender. In fact, uh, a lot of these new fintech and other internet startups uh, refer to themselves as marketplace lenders. We would be referred to as a regional marketplace lender, because we really concentrate and focus on northern california we're not looking to be nationwide but people call us as a plan b when plan a fails or if they're just not bank financeable we are one of the few private resources for a consumer loan on an owner occupied home Uh, why the distinction between consumer Uh, well the lending laws nowadays are heavily weighted in favor of the consumer but if you're a real estate investor and you're buying property to fix and flip, there are all kinds of um, private lenders that will uh, loan to you. In fact, that's the most competitive area of lending right now is the investment purpose or business purpose uh, fix and flip type of lending. Um, guys are uh, ba- uh, Lenders are falling all over themselves to lend to that group because the regulations are very, very low. It's, it's, it's lightly regulated, whereas on the consumer side, you need to have additional licensing. There's a diff- additional underwriting guidelines you have to have specialty software, you have to comply with TRID and a myriad of other uh, regulations, all designed to um, prevent uh, those predatory lending practices, as defined by the government, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, which they say uh, were uh, resulted or, or helped uh, um, uh, be the catalyst for the financial market meltdown in 2008. So, for better or worse, uh, we are in an environment where... Um, Getting consumer financing To purchase a home loan If you can't get it by the banks There are very few private uh, uh, Companies you can go to Pacific private money Is one of them So I have a story here That's kind of interesting And and this is um, The first time I have heard This scenario So I get a call In fact this was referral um, From our friend here Patty Cohn Um, She's working with a client And uh, uh, They are looking to Buy a home And they have 50% down to buy a home in the Bay Area. And we love that. That's a very low loan-to-value situation. Uh, I asked about their income. Their income is very strong, very, very strong. I was surprised at the number that uh, they shared with me. Um, they want to buy a house for, um, uh, and put 50% down. So, so what's the problem? Well, the problem is, is that income comes from a trust. The person is currently not working. And that money comes from a trust. Well, I don't do conventional finance, so I don't actually know why, you know, in the banking world that, it, it, you know, they can't look at that kind of money. And if uh, Rob or or um, if Rob were here. Um, uh, or Ed Diaz from uh, Movement Mortgage, our other co-host, they could probably tell me what, what the challenge is there. But um, I, I just thought, well, yeah, absolutely, we could help you do that loan. So we're going to help this person uh, purchase the loan uh, by providing them with financing. And we're next, we're also going to help them find a source for lower rate or conventional financing, because I have to believe that there's a resource out there that they can go to. But um, I do understand that that person probably wouldn't be able to buy a house or go enter into a contract to buy a house with that scenario because it might be one of those situations where it might take 60 or 90 days or maybe even longer to sure. uh, to qualify into that situation. So, so again um, – you know that is similar to kind of other uh, situations that we get, uh, like maybe uh, um, we get probate situations where yeah. uh, siblings are looking. One sibling wants to buy the the parents' home; they're no longer alive. The other sibling wants to sell, um, and uh, usually those are situations where bank financing is typically not typically not an option. Another one that we're getting a lot lately is uh, um, people are exercising. Options to purchase property, and they got into those options maybe three or four years ago at a very, very low strike price. The strike price is the contract price that you enter into at the time you get that uh, that option. And uh, we did one uh, recently for a family that entered into an option in 2012 to purchase a home. I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but we were essentially able to make them really high loan-to-value on that because the appraisal came in significantly higher or than or the loan contract co- loan-to-cost. Right, so yeah, loan-to-cost, yeah, loan cost, cost, right. Yeah. So, so we made a loan-to-cost of about 90%. So we gave 90% financing to exercise that option because the loan-to-value was below 70%, which is mm-hmm. our usual threshold. So anyway, for more information about how you um, uh, might be able to take advantage of the Less restrictions that uh, we're still rest- we're still restricted at Pacific Private Money in, in terms of how we uh, paper. The loans and the disclosures, et cetera. We still, you know, we're, we're still bound by anti-predatory lending practices, but we do say yes when the banks say no, or let's just say we can say yes when the when the banks say no. Uh, and all you have to do is give us a call and tell us about your situation over the phone, and we can generally tell you in a conversation, a short conversation, whether we can do the loan or not. We can give you a very fast yes, and uh, conversely, a very fast no. We don't waste your time. We're not going to put you through this whole process. Process and drag you along and then tell you 30, 60, 90 days into it that, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do it for you. We're, uh, we're, we are we make money by uh, being nimble and fast. Fast and, and friendly. We're fast, <laughs> friendly, and reliable. Those are our three uh, promises. Wasn't that, wasn't and, uh, that the, didn't George
1: from uh, It's a Wonderful Life uh, from uh, Bailey Banks or something yeah. have the same
2: kind of attitude, right? Yeah, that's we're right. F- friendly fast, bank. friendly, and reliable. Yeah, that's right. Give us a chance. That's <laughs> right. Go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. All our info is on there, phone numbers, faces, addresses. Uh, we, we hide nothing. We open the kimono. <laughs> open the kimono. <laughs>
0: That's we good. bear
2: all. PacificPrivateMoney.com if, uh, for more information on how you can get uh, financing when the bank says no. If you're a real estate professional, either a realtor or mortgage broker, you need to know that there are companies like Pacific Private Money out there that can and will do consumer purchase financing many of you out there believe it can't be done and have been told by people in our industry that it can't be done. It's not true. Don't believe it. Give us a call. Pacific Private Money. 415-883-2150. All right. When we
1: come back, we got a very interesting email for Patty. It has to do with Zillow and pricing the house. Mm-hmm. That'll be very good. I want to make a quick mention here to my friends at high-tech screens and shades.com. Call Rick at 415-328-4613. You know when it uh, gets really hot. I got these awesome shades and my PG&E bill goes down nice. Wow. because it covers the uh, just like these uh, that That's I have in the great. office here. Uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, I'm saving oodles of money on my PG&E. And we know you love to shades. save money. I you we, we know <laughs> I love to save money. So call uh, Rick at 415 328 4613 and uh, give him a call and see what he can do for you at hightechscreenandshades.com. All right, so here is our second trivia question. And it is, can you name three other presidents besides Clinton, whose first name was William? All right? Call 888-912-1190. you got to think about that one. Write them down. Three other presidents besides Clinton, whose first name was William. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back.
0: For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888 912 1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown.
1: Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here, along with Mark Homp and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question. Can you name three other presidents besides Clinton, whose first name was William? Mark, who's your favorite president? (laughs) William Howard Taft. (laughs) That's right. Okay. That's one of them. I mean, in this world, how many people's favorite president was Taft? (laughs) All I remember is he weighed over 300 pounds. That's the only thing I know about him. And it was, what, 1919? Uh, Okay. Who are the other two Williams? I don't know. One remember. of them got assassinated. Oh, Harrison. No. Oh, well. Uh, William Harrison. Okay, okay. William Henry Harrison, he was the shortest living president. Okay. One All month. Right. But he in 1841. Shot. He died of a cold. Oh, my God. And,
3: uh, William McKinley. Oh, McKinley. Oh,
1: McKinley, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. All right. All right. So, um, Patty, before we do, I do want to make another quick mention here for the uh, Glen Ellen Inn. You ever been there? Oh, I'd love if to go that, there. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so a getaway to the wine country is the perfect way to relax this winter. Uh, the Glen Ellen Oyster Bar and Grill. Uh, also, it's a martini bar, too. I love that. A uh, perfect place for a romantic meal for a party with friends and family. Uh, they also have their secret cottages. Check them out at GlenEllenIn.com. Okay, so, Patty, we got an email for you. It says here, we're having trouble discerning the correct price for our property. It was appraised at $1.235 million. Zillow says it's worth $1.345, and our realtor recommends pricing it at $1 million two forty nine and a house down the street just sold
3: for one million one ninety i'm so confused it is confusing i mean and that's that's four different prices there but really there's about 10 different opinions because there's the sellers the seller's family the neighbors the buyer the The buyer's agent the 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 cat, the bird exactly the appraiser which does factor into this uh, because if it doesn't appraise we've got issues Uh, i mean and then there's zillow's opinion or the computer generated opinion and which sometimes is amazingly right on, but often is off, very off. And if they were always off in the same direction, we could figure out how, but sometimes they're really low and sometimes they're really high. And, And when you get into the luxury market, like over 3 million, maybe over 4 or 5 million, Zillow is out to lunch. Well,
1: because they don't know. Well, one of the things is they don't know what it looks like inside with remodeling and all that, right?
3: And why is it like that? Um, Because they're they're about 50%. They're they're like an $8 million house is often appraised at $4 million. I'll take it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that's why it's so confusing. So, um, you know, and sellers have their opinion. Buyers have their opinion. But Zillow is the go-to for everyone yeah. these days unfortunately
1: there's also Trulia too st- and, and, there's Red, a saying. and Finn, Redfin yeah, yeah Redfin. well
3: Trulia uh I liked Trulia better but anyway Zillow and Trulia are one and the same Zillow bought Trulia oh. and Redfin is a company that is another more uh, brokerage company and they don't really do a lot in the they they don't do a lot in the Bay Area but they but people do use their site a lot Um, So that being said, how do you figure out what to price your property at? And really, the best source for pricing is an experienced agent, not just any agent, but someone that knows the neighborhood, Mm. knows what they're doing. They've been in the business for a long time. They know the cycles. They know what to do. And that is the most important question in real estate. How do I price my house? Uh, You know, really Not even necessarily what is my house worth, because bigger than that is, once you find that out, how do I price it? Do I price it a little bit lower and get the multiple offers? If it's a house that has a lot of issues, like a lot of steps on a busy street and it's a two-bedroom, you better price it exactly where it's supposed to go, because you're not getting multiple offers. You have a very narrow appeal. Um, So what to do here? We've got um, Zillow at... 1345 and we've got uh, the appraiser at 1235 and I can tell you that often I get calls from appraisers and they're asking me they haven't seen the property. Remember, the appraisers are looking at sold yeah. properties and they don't look at properties. So, everyone thinks that the best source is a, an appraiser, but it's really not because they're usually calling the agents and asking questions. And we usually don't have time to talk to them and they and it's all subjective like was that updated a lot? Well, yeah, it was. What does that even mean? They haven't seen it. You know, why is one house $2 million and the one down the street is $1.4 million? So, anyway. What's well, th-
2: interesting about the question, Patty, is that is that it suggests that if they price it wrong they're going to make less money. But isn't it true that in, in many markets, if not most Bay Area markets, if you price it too low, you're going to get multiple offers anyway?
3: It can be, but like I said, if it's a really unique, uh, well, unique is being kind. If it's mm. a property with, it would, two or three issues like a busy street and lots of steps to go up in a two-bedroom house and it's yeah. a crack foundation. No. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it, it's the market's kind of changing so you don't want to price it too low. But really, the truth is, Mark, like you said, do not price it too high because anything that's not on for a New York minute, then what's wrong with it? Yeah, then yeah. it sits. Then the the... You know, spin from the agent is discounted. And two months later, you're going to get an offer, you know, 10, 20 percent less. Mm. And it's a grind. So how the question from the viewer is, what should I how should I price my house? Well, given all of those dynamics, the only issue is what does your really experienced realtor say? And often what we do is bring in some our co- some of our colleagues and 10 or 12 agents come through and in a minute they'll say here's what it's worth and they have no axe to grind they're not trying to get a listing they're not trying to get it down for a buyer it's simply professional courtesy and favor so that's that's the deal you need to find an agent that's really good
2: yeah and you know it's it's funny because I I know that agents oftentimes will get a, a, a knock uh, by consumers thinking well sure you're happy to price it a hundred thousand dollars too low because all you know you'll just sell it faster, get your commission, and move on to the next one and leave me hanging because so it doesn't really impact your commission that much. How how do you how do you approach? your clients and and getting them the uh, giving them the best value for your services
3: well I also have oh you you know Realtors just want a high price so they make more commission like neither of them really makes sense because we're here for the long haul and we're here for the referrals we, we we our business is always based on referral and the word of mouth bad word of mouth travels seven times faster than yeah. a good referral. I've heard that. yeah
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly so and and the truth is putting all of that aside People just want to. People are honest. We're honest people. We want to do the right thing. We get joy out of having our clients win and getting as much as possible. And and then the truth is, you might make suggestions. If the seller doesn't want to take it, they don't want to take it. But
2: anyway, right. the,
3: the point is, it, it really our commission is irrelevant.
2: Yeah, and you, and you know, you really at the end of the day, you really. It's hard to fool the market. It is. It's really hard to fool the market. It's a very, it's not completely efficient. It's not quite as efficient as the stock market, but mm. we have a pretty efficient marketplace here in the Bay Area. True. Yeah.
3: I think of it as like water level. Water finds its level, and it, and so does pricing. Yep. Regardless of where you start out, it's going to just find a level.
2: Yep. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Very good.
3: All right.
1: Perfect timing for number uh, three. Question number, three. <clears throat> for what Artistic reason were many males castrated in Europe in the 17th and 18th century. A medical reason? Uh, Artistic reason. Oh, artistic reason. Yeah, for what artistic reason? All right, that's our trivia question, all Mm. right? 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back.
0: For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown.
1: Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Homp and Patty Cohen. Third trivia question was, for what artistic reason were many males castrated in Europe in the 17th and 18th century? It was, um, they were they were singing, right? Basically, yeah. To wow. retain a high-pitched soprano singing voice. Uh, I mean, to re- retain a high-pitched soprano singing voice. <laughs> so,
2: so you didn't practice that. I Ouch. didn't practice that, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I,
1: I, we always thought that was a joke when we were kids, but I yeah. guess, I, well, I don't know. they probably stole a joke. Uh, quick mention here also for the 101 Surf Sports located in uh, 3rd Street in San Rafael. You guys ever done stand- stand-up paddle boarding?
3: It's very difficult.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, it's good I, workout. I thought it was pretty
3: easy. It's yeah. a good
1: way. I thought it was a pretty easy workout too. Um, <laughs> you're such a stud. Uh, yeah! Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> radio
2: audience, if you can only see. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I say, got a face of radio. <laughs> www.101surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492. It's not that hard. I'm an indoor cat. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. You know what? Paddleboarding indoors is
3: tough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't slide across that carpet. <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. And uh, Patty, uh, before we cut to break, didn't get a chance to tell people you know oh your thank you phone number and everything yeah
3: well uh, if you have any questions no obligation whatsoever i'm patty cone c-o-h-n i'm with pacific union international in marin county covers some of the rest of the bay area and i'm at 415-722-4842
2: very good. And do take her up on that, that offer. It's really, you know, no obligation. And when, when, you know, when a good realtor tells you that they almost always mean it, it's really, yeah. I know people are afraid. They think they're going to get like, you know, oh, cr- you corralled into yeah. something or yeah. harassed no, mercilessly. She's no, very good. She's, yeah, very good. She's not, not gonna gonna high happen. pressure like that. Yeah. No, it's very good to, to just get
1: some good, good advice from her. And then if you like her, uh, which you will, yeah, you may <laughs> want to recommend right. her. Yeah. Okay, Uh, Mark, an email comes in for you. It says, my father passed away recently and left... it." This kind of actually feeds into kind of what you were talking about on your other deal. Mm -hmm. My father passed away recently and left his house to me, my brother, and my sister. My brother lives in the house and wants to buy out mine and my sister's portion of the ownership, but he doesn't qualify for a bank loan. I know he could probably get a private loan, but... What will a bank need to see from him in the future for him to qualify for a refinance?
2: Ooh, mouthful. Yeah, a long one. And and so kind of to to paraphrase that question, um, and this happens a lot. Uh, And and what also happens a lot is, you know, the second parent passes and um, one of the beneficiaries, one of the uh, uh, children are living in the home. And so uh, without knowing the details about what they mean by they don't bank qualify, maybe they don't bank qualify now, but they could bank qualify later. So one of the things that we will do is we will consider helping that uh, sibling or that beneficiary uh, purchase the home, which really means buying out uh, the siblings. So typically if all three of them inherited the property and two would like to cash out, um, you know oftentimes all three want to cash out and sometimes they'll come to us for a loan to help them remodel the property so they can you know capture the most equity when they sell. Here in this case, two want to sell, one wants to keep it. And in fact, they're already living in it. So now we're talking about a consumer transaction, going back to what we talked about, a couple of uh, segments ago about it being consumer versus a uh, uh, an investment or flip type of situation so it's a consumer situation so the consumer protections come into mind which uh, come into play which means uh, among other things we have to determine the viability of the borrower and their ability to make the monthly payments so we would look and see what kind of income he has and we could look at different types of income than a bank we'll look at more types of income than a bank, and we can look at expected, reasonably expected future income where many banks won't. So if we can look at all of that and we determine, you know what, we can paper this properly, we can demonstrate that yes, indeed, uh, the borrower slash buyer can afford the payments on our loan, which are going to be higher Than the payments on a conventional loan. Private money loans tend to be uh, anywhere from uh, eight to ten percent, depending on the variables. But uh, you know, between eight and ten percent is is pretty standard on the interest rate for for a private real estate loan. And if we determine he has the ability to to make those payments, uh, the next thing we're going to look at is the exit strategy. We typically don't make you know, 30-year loans or long-term loans. We're really uh, a plan B uh, strategy to, hey, let's capture the property for the client, and then, you know, we'll help them, uh, or maybe they already have a relationship with a conventional mortgage broker, but if not, we'll help them find a conventional or a a less expensive or lower rate exit. So, if we determine that, uh, you know, that, in fact, you know, through a combination of maybe there's some credit repair that could be done, maybe he's got a score that uh, could easily be bumped up 100 points if he did a few things, uh, or he's got some expected future income uh, or other, other factors come into play, we would make that loan. We probably wouldn't make the loan if he's living in the house and has no job, Um, but he thinks he could do this, that, or the other thing. In other words, a wish and a prayer, because, again, we really – you know, we really aren't uh, in the business of foreclosing and if we make a loan, the payments have to be made. Um, and so we're, we're we're not in the business of bailing out people in financially distressed situations generally speaking. Uh, mostly hope- it's a it's a transactional distress. <laughs> How
1: often do you lend someone the mo- not for personal residence but for a rental property? How often do you lend enough money where they say, "lend me the extra money?" Uh, still keep it below 70% and, and keep a year's worth of payments, basically, to make
2: the loan. Well, we can do that. That actually, in our industry, in the private money lending industry, it used to be actually quite common to uh, make a loan that included interest, yeah. either an interest reserve or prepaid interest. I've, I did many loans where a year's worth of interest was baked into the loan, as we call it. We would uh, we would make them a loan for $100,000 and if it was a 12% loan, which wasn't uncommon many years ago, uh, we'd add $12,000 to that amount and maybe we'd add the fees on top of that and maybe we'd make them a loan for $120,000 uh, and uh, um, after the fees and the, and the um, reserve and etc. they'd basically get in their pockets $100,000, uh, uh, assuming there wasn't any debt on the property, um, and they wouldn't have to make a payment. Those have tended to fall out of favor nowadays, because what we found is um, the actual likelihood of default is actually pretty high yeah. in a prepaid interest loan. Um, so even on the investment side, we're, we're not making as many of those, and among the predatory lending practices decreed by the Dodd-Frank financial reforms, it's actually illegal now for a lender, for a resident, personal, for, for residence, a personal yeah. residence on a consumer-purpose loan for us to, to charge prepaid interest. We are not allowed to collect more than 60 days advance interest on a consumer-purpose loan. So we're not even, even if the borrower wants it, we can't give it can't to him. It. But yeah. but on a rental property, I guess if
1: the loan-to-value is low enough. If the lo- loan-to-value is low then enough. we might still entertain it. Right.
2: Well, and, and again, we're, we're looking to do no harm. And I actually, I, I really, truly mean that. And there are a lot of really, really good companies in the private lending industry. There are some not so good. There are some loan-to-own companies out there, people that will make you a loan. And if you don't pay, they're going to foreclose right away. We want Want to make loans that, um, as part of a strategy to um, either uh, sell the property or get cheaper financing? We do not want you to get stuck with our loans. So if we think that, you know, um, and we do get these requests sometimes, you know, I want, uh, I need 100% financing, uh, or I need cash out financing on on. Uh, 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 rental property or investment property, I want I want you to bake in the interest, and, and uh, I just need to net this much out. Um, well, how are you going to pay us back? Well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, and they don't really have a plan. Yeah. And I, we're, we're nervous about those. We don't want people stuck in our lives. Well,
1: yeah, I heard about one loan request. This guy owns property on both sides of an airstrip. Oh, and yeah, and, it, and it, there's yeah. nothing on it. I mean, he wants to not d- very marketable. Yeah, exactly. And he <laughs> says, "Yeah, he goes, give me, you know, give me a three year loan for like two million dollars." And says, well, what's the exit strategy? He goes, "I don't know. That's that's why I'm give, asking for the loan. It'll take me two <laughs> or three years to figure it out." <laughs> Let me think about it. No. All right. For more information, go
2: to PacificPrivateMoney.com.
1: Don't touch that dial. Best of investing. We'll be right, right. back with some closing yeah. comments.
0: For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host Edward Brown.
1: Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today I'm Edward Brown your host along with Mark Conf and Patty Cohen. Patty, let's end up on a high note.
3: Well, it's a hot market and as evidenced by the US economy is on pace for 10-year growth forecast which okay. is the longest stretch of prosperity on record
2: so that'd be 10 okay. years between cycles yeah 10 and years. we've never had 10 years go by i thought
3: a- thought we did apparently not wow um yeah so the they project that the u.s job market will grow by 3.2 percent over the next four years and job forecast jobs to improve by 1.5 percent in 2017 gradually slowing and of course what's going to help is relaxed regulations and lower taxes and also projected to benefit the the american economy mm. so it's it's definitely um happening and it's we're waiting for when the other shoe is going to drop and it really like we're seeing it slow but it's still the the rate of appreciation is slowing but it's I, still I've hot. i've heard some
1: predictions about you know the stock market going up like crazy like something ridiculous like 40,000 you know but then really? it's going to come back down like even faster that's you know,
2: but who if anybody else? could even remotely accurately predict that they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't share that.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I tell you, I remember when the stock market was at two thousand. Yeah. And I remember telling clients, I said, "Listen, the market's going to hit four thousand. I just don't know when."
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're all going to die. Yeah, I just exactly. don't know when. There you go. Yeah, yeah. it's the truth. So you know,
1: <laughs> how much credit do I
2: get for that? Well, and the, there are other articles in support of that. I'm seeing a lot of articles that are are. Um, pretty bullish on the economy. Here's a Fannie Mae report, and these guys are are, the Fannie Mae Economic and Strategic Research Report, uh, a highly followed report. Um, It says, thanks to rising household net worth and healthy jobs data, consumer spending should remain the primary driver of growth. And for those of you who know a little bit about The economics, consumer spending is a very, very important part of Mm -hmm. uh, the economy and economic growth. Consumer sentiment is always a a a future uh, driver. Well, and if you keep
1: taxes low, Mm -hmm. are a lot
2: of people going to save that money or are they going to spend it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. General business and economic Spence. sentiment remain strong despite policy uncertainty. Uh, home sales should continue to improve this year, despite affordability challenges, including continued strong home price appreciation due to scarce inventory. And then it goes on to say tight inventory remains a boon to home prices and Americans net worth, but it also continues to price out many would be first time home buyers. However, our research suggests that aging millennials, now boasting higher real wages, are beginning to narrow the homeownership attainment gap.
1: Wait a minute! Did you say aging millennials? You're making me feel
2: really I know. old now. Forty-year-olds. Aging <laughs> millennials yeah. is there such a thing? Yeah, yeah. our age, right? Yeah. Wow. So. Um, so anyway, you know that's 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 all really that's all really good. And you know the the Fed you know raised the interest rate again this week. The stock market did not crash. Um, mortgage rates, which are long term, not really based on the short term uh, uh, federal funds rate, which went up, but uh, still. Um, you know adjusted upwards a little bit not a huge amount uh, this week we're at about uh, uh the average 30 year i think is um 4.3% which is the highest it's been uh, in 2017 and that's up from about a a low of 3.7 um within the last few months so it's you know it's it's up uh, 60 basis points um still very very affordable um if your income is up in the bay area and many uh, many uh, incomes are. Uh, you can still. There's still a lot of home uh, that you can buy here in the Bay Area. And uh,
1: before we cut out, Mark, your fund uh, is still paying over what seven and a half percent, isn't
2: it? We just uh, released uh, for February, and we were at an annualized rate of seven point six percent. So we're yes we've been uh, we've been pretty much right around you know between seven and a half and eight percent up and down on annualized yield. And for more uh, give information us a, on that. Yep, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, we're going to cut out for today. Here's our thoughts for the
1: day. Life will always throw you curves. Just keep fouling them off. Yes, the right pitch will come. And when it does, be prepared to run the bases. I like that. Nice. And Yogi Berra, we love him, said, Little League Baseball is a very good thing because it keeps the parents off the streets. (laughs) That's so true. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing.
0: So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW.
2: This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information, is obtained from sources which